And how many of the 12 are on the 10 grand a month versus 2,500? I think almost half. My, okay. I'm just under five. So 4,800 MRR right now. Yep. So it's like it kind of 12, so something like that. Yeah. 40, 48,000 or 4,800? No, yes, yeah, so 48,000 revenue. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Damian Thompson. He is building a company called Rev.Team. Rev.Team Scaling. He's been scaling businesses since 1999, helping B2B founders grow from 50K to a million in MRR by building high-performance revenue teams. We'll focus on that today. Damian, you ready to take us to the top? Let's go. So just to be clear, Rev.Team, is this a business? Like, is this a SaaS software you're selling or no, it's an agency? Yeah, so it's a service business right now, but we're actually literally building out our first piece of, it's always been, I call it a SaaS SaaS. It's a service as a software as a service business. I'm trying to figure out where, how to create the software. Right now, the first thing I'll create will be a bit of an ATS, an applicant tracking system. Okay, so let's talk about what it is today. So it is an agency. What is the agency delivering today? So we work with uh, B2B founders, 80% software people, that's where I come from, that have found product market fit say fifty dollars to $100,000 in MRR, and they want to grow to a million, two million a month, and they know they need to grow a revenue team, but they're product people. So I come in and I help them by building sales, lead gen, the functions, the tools, the team, the tactics. And how many of them are paying you like monthly right now to do this? So I have, I have about I have a dozen people right now, it's a dozen companies I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's growing. It was fluctuating around kind of like seven or eight, but now I've actually built a team out to actually deliver a lot of it. And so we've been scaling quite fast the last few months um, because there's actually, we've productized basically, I would say 80% of it. So. Yeah. And when did you launch the business? Uh, I mean, this is kind of version three of it, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, it's, so uh, it was originally, it was a company called Sales Ability, uh, which was uh, heavy on the training side. Um, but this incarnation of it, I would say is uh, January of last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So 2020. And um, where did you get those first, you know, one or two customers from? Uh, so I, I, you know, I'm pretty dialed into the, that kind of bootstrap entrepreneur software market, the, you know, the Rob Wongs of the world and microconfs of those guys. And so I've been coaching on Clarity FM for a long time. And so they're just kind of my people. They're kind of the people that when I, I've been sell, selling them some version of service to help them for the last decade. And this was just kind of a, a, a the original plan was more a training coaching type business. Um, and then when after COVID, I uh, really kind of turned that business to zero uh, because it just wasn't a very wasn't important enough. 
And I decided, I said, I got to find that, uh, you know, I got to find something that's important. So not just a nice to have, but a must have and teams. It was, they wanted to grow teams. Yep. And so what are these teams paying you today to use your agency services? Yeah. So there's basically two models. Uh, either you pay me 2,500 a month and I meet with you once a week and I tell you, show you kind of what you need to do and you go do it. Uh, or you pay 10 grand a month and I come in and I'm essentially your fractional execs on a, your VP of sales one day a week. Not exactly a day, but that's the idea. As we move forward, now it's about deliverables. So every 90 days, every quarter, we want to deliver something. So you want a three-person team, plan, territory, recruiting, done. You want to have outbound created, you know, ready, locked in, 90 days, done. So we really focus on kind of a deliverable that's going to move the revenue needle every 90 days. Mm -hmm. And how many of the 12 are on the 10 grand a month versus 2,500? Uh, it's a great question. Uh, so I, I, it's, I think almost half, my, my, okay. I'm just under five. So 4,800 MRR right now, yep. for like kind of 12, so something like that. Yeah. Uh, 40, 48,000 or 4,800? No, yeah, so 48,000 revenue. Right and now. monthly revenue. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So, and what did you finish last year in total revenue collected? Uh, well, so I was zero in June of last year. So, you know, I've gone from sit down all the way to zero. And so finished Jan December at, uh, I think just just over like thirty thousand five hundred, and we're at forty seven five to be exact right now. Yeah, that's great. And and um, when, so ignoring like runway, how much cash did you collect last year for this agency business rev team? Yeah, so about so I did about two, a little over two hundred thousand. That's great. Well, it was, just, it was a step down. So I, my, I've been, I can run a consulting business to 300 grand every year, 25 yeah. grand a month. That's kind of that kind of ceiling. Uh, so did 300 grand the year before under the sales ability banner doing the co coaching. And then, but we had, I mean, the first half of last year was literally zero for the most part. And so, uh, yeah, did all that in the second half. We'll do a million dollars this year. Mm -hmm. And who is we? So, well, as of uh, three weeks ago, it was just me. It's still Royal We, um, but I actually have a small team now. So I've actually bought on, started bringing on some people around the recruiters. I've got a full-time recruiter now that actually helps me do one of that piece. And it's someone that's actually helping on the RevOps side around the process. So there's three of us. Three of you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and do, do they have any equity or you're the sole founder? This should be. Okay. And bootstrapped or raised? Bootstrapped. We love that. As you know, yeah. we love that. What are some other great, you know, I have a lot of bootstrappers that listen to this and sometimes we just feel lonely. It's like, okay, we yeah. have microconf, we have indie hackers, but like any other places you found to kind of sort of hang out? Um, so, you know, it's funny because, you know, bootstrapped is it's such an interesting thing now because I think it's kind of like, even Rob talks about like fundstrapping. Rob, you know, the king of the bootstrappers is, you know, doing some sort of capital raise, right? So I think that, I think the spirit of bootstrapping still though, I would say, you know, the earnest guys are pretty good. The, the founder summit, you know, those guys are, uh, I hang out with them a bit. The no code who puts community. on who puts on the founder summit? Um, uh, it's the uh, Earnest Capital. Oh, 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 so, got it. Yeah, Tyler and those guys. Yeah. Um. So, but I, I, I really gravitate towards the no code communities because I just find there's kind of a there's a hustle there to them. They're generally, you know, it's it kind of a bootstrapping mentality versus a you know throw a bunch of you can't afford a hundred fifty thousand dollar developer, right? So let's yep. go figure out how to make this work on some. And so I'm spending a lot of time there. Uh, and then, uh, well, what, what do you so, mean you spend time there? So where is there? What's the, oh, URL? sorry. Yeah. So I'm a, so my plan for last year was I had about 10 or 11 events that I was going to speak at or kind of attend in some fa fashion. I'm a networking kind of guy. And so that's what I was going to do. And then of course COVID happened. And so in trying to figure out what to do next, I ended up joining 90 different Slack communities last year. Um, and, uh, and then kind of went through them. I'm currently a member of about, about, I'm just about 30. Um, and people always get crazy about that one. Yes. I spend a considerable amount of time in there, but it's also, it's an ebb and flow. So 
I'm not as good as you. You're the king of batching and kind of controlling <laughs> your time. But, uh, but what I'll do is I'll come in at certain periods of time. And there'll be there's times that the RevOps communities I'm part of make a lot of sense. I got something I can contribute there. There'll be times that I'm in communities like with the BDR market. Like like actually, name, actually name a couple sure. of these communities. Absolutely. So I got, uh, well, I've, I've got part of, well, let's see here. You know what? Let me do this real quick. Yeah, you can bring it up, right? I'm going to do that right But come now. on, you must know the ones you're most active in by heart, yeah, though, right? Yeah, so I mean, so the big ones are, so I'm a big part of Rob's. So that's a the Tiny C, which is kind of MicroConf Connect, is what it's called, yep. uh, is the Slack community. So I'm in there. Uh, I'm in uh, I'm in the Founder Summit one, so the Founder Summit online. Uh, I'm in the, uh, so I'm in yours. I'm in your SaaS, your SaaS community. Uh, I'm in a couple of HubSpot communities. Uh, I'm in the Dynamite Circle, but it's pretty quiet. They're, they've gone kind of over back um, they, in, on the online. Um, I mean, a what's a tactic of, you've seen a Slack owner use to really engage the audience really well? That's not like a usual strategy. Yeah, um, it's a good question. You know, I think someone who's kind of crushing right now is a Sam Thompson. Uh, what, that's what's his jet, Jetpack. I can't remember what he's calling himself. Let me start. It's um, Jetpack is what he's calling it, and he is a. Uh, it's. He's done a really good job of engaging. It's pretty young. It's like it's like two months old or something like that. But I found it just it felt I felt welcome at the very beginning. Um, in the kind of paid non really Slack, um, Drew uh, for Trends is crushing it on Circle. I really love that community. Like I really feel he does these daily standups and he's kind of gamified it a bit. That's really good. Um, and so. I find that it's no the community, the community community, the, the community Slack, where they call themselves, like the, I forget that they're and they're very good, I would hope. But I don't think it's the forum or the kind of the the platform as much as it is just how committed you are to it and what you're gonna do. And are you trying to SOP it from day one? Are you trying to do it yourself? Are you engaged? Um, and if you're not engaged, then you have someone that is, right? You have a, like a true community person. And I know community is that new hotness right now, but you can tell the difference. I mean, I've, like, I've been in a lot of them. You can see the ones that are there just because they think they have to be and the ones that actually truly believe there's value in a community. Damien, five minutes left here. I want to switch Sorry. to actually what you know best, rev teams, right? So scaling yeah. revenue teams. What's the biggest mistake founders you uh, you know do when they hire their first sales rep? They hire too, way too soon. Um, so they think that, hey, I want to get this on my plate. I hate this. I don't want to do this. I'm going to go hire somebody and they're going to come in. They're going to come build it for me. Uh, that doesn't happen. It, it, that, that person does not exist. There is no such thing as a Rolodex. Not only is a Rolodex not a real thing anymore, it never really existed even in theory, right? So anyone that could go build a business for you is going to build it for themselves. Mm -hmm. So you're hiring an employee. Well, I don't care. They're very expensive employee, but you're hiring an employee. You Should that have, first sales rep have a quota or no? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, well, so second problem to make is you shouldn't have one. You should hire two. Always hire two. Um, if you hire one, there's only a yes or no, they either fail or succeed. You hire two, you get fail, one fails and one succeeds. That gives you that third data point. That third data point is important because now you know whether it's your problem, the process problem, or it's actually a personal problem. So, but yes, absolutely. It should be measured, measured from day one and mm -hmm. pushed hard. Salespeople, sales is the one role that even if you're great at it, it takes work ethic forever. It's like going to the gym. You don't get to, all, I'm big enough, all of a sudden I don't have to work out ever again. Sales is the same way. You still got to pick up the phone. You still got to make the call. You still got to go do the work. And so a lot of times what will happen is people get, there's some there's a lot of laziness there. And so you've got to hire for kind of work ethic as well as kind of aptitude. And that's difficult to do. And then founders come in. And then once they come in, they don't push them hard enough when they get in. Mm -hmm. Like you have to stay on top of them. So I tell people all the time, if you hate sales, you're going to hate sales management even more. So you yep. really need to have your process. Should the first sales rep get equity in the company? I think it depends. I mean, I don't know 
I, I, I've got equity in a couple companies. I, I think equity is overplayed. Um, I mean, very few people actually ever capitalize on it. Um, and so I think that sharing in the wealth, absolutely. I do profit sharing. I do bonuses. I think that's absolutely valuable. But equity itself, if, I guess if you have a plan to, for an exit, sure. But most companies don't ever exit. Yeah. All right, Damien, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book? Uh, first Break All the Rules. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, CEO, sorry? Yep. You're yeah, following I'm or studying. So, sorry about that. A CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, I mean, so I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a show my age here. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Bill Gates fan. He's the gangster. So. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building rev team? Uh, so HubSpot. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> Uh, re recently, May four, four and a half. Okay, that's not a yeah. lot, man. That's not healthy. It's not. It's not. It's very unhealthy. What's keeping you up? Oh, just just been busy. I, I told myself this time I wasn't gonna scale out the team until I got to fifty thousand um, a month, and uh, so that was just a lot of work. But yeah. now I'm just scaling the team out, so I'm starting to get some sleep. All right. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married, two kids. Okay. And how old are you? I'm forty eight. Forty eight. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were twenty? Uh that it doesn't matter. You know, just, just, you know, it, there's no answer. There's, it doesn't matter. I didn't figure out what I wanted to do until I was 48. So, you know, so it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a journey. Enjoy yourself. Don't get so caught up in, you know, worrying and, and got to do the right decision all the time. Just enjoy it. Guys, Rev.team, it's an agency that helps SaaS companies hire and build their scales and their sales and rev ops. They've just they did two hundred thousand dollars in revenue last year. Net this year now, though, doing fifty about fifty thousand dollars a month across twelve customers and building out a SaaS tool that he'll be releasing here shortly, sometime this year, to continue to scale. Damian, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.